The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Welcome to Weird World Weekly, a production of Galactic Netcasts. And I, I am going to say this right now. If you hear a noise in the background, it's not the water heater. It's not the water heater going, okay? That's just a, uh, a construct of the weirdness of this podcast. It's just, uh, we're just making it more weird by having that unknown noise in the background. I'm going to just describe it as that. Just an unknown weird noise. Dave just has a old ratty water heater plugged in behind him for ambient sound. Exactly. I did it on purpose. <laughs> um, I'm Dave Nelson. That's Matt Stein. Hello, Matt. Howdy doody, Dave. Howdy doody to you. Are you ready to uh, talk a bunch, uh, like a bunch of weirdness, like like crazy amount of weirdness? Uh, only if. You could describe it as being an overabundance of weirdness. I could describe it as an overabundance of weirdness. Then I'm ready to talk about it. Okay. Um, let's describe exactly what this podcast is all about. Okay? It's uh, pretty much says it in the name. It's, it's weird. All right? But uh, what are some of the aspects of the Weird World Weekly podcast? Some, some of the, you know... Um, uh, what's you know you see a diamond the facets the facets of the weird world weekly podcast diamond what would you say some of the facets are matt uh, <laughs> um you really love the word facet uh we do paranormal a mythological conspiratorial and uh unexplained or anything else that fits into our definition of weird odd strange or unusual facets yeah so anything it's really hard to describe because in my head, I know a weird World Weekly story when I see it, right? Mm, yeah, I, yeah. You may see the same stories and, and we may be on the same plate, right? But maybe not. So I just, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, actually. Me either. <laughs> uh, I do know about the Patreon account at patreon.com slash galactic netcast where you can help us support... Uh, you can help support the Galactic Netcasts Network. It's a network of podcasts, including Weird World Weekly, uh, uh, Galactic Gaming News. We've got uh, Who Knew and Review, Alien Invasion, Sci-Fi Geek Club, uh, Let's uh, Adventure Party. You've got your podcast of terror. We've got uh, the Exploring the X-Files. We're going to have that new one with Gregor and Corey soon called Else Nerds. So the network is growing, and we need your help paying for things like audio hosting and web hosting. It's like maintenance things. It's like we're trying to keep the lights on, as they say. Yeah. Um, so all we're asking is for a very small monthly donation of like a dollar, okay? You know, and I can attest to that because before we really started ramping this whole thing up, I gave a dollar because I believe in what we do. I don't even miss the dollar. A lot of times, I don't even know that it came out. A they tell me it came out. But a dollar missed that dollar. Yeah, a dollar is like a, a surcharge, right? It's like a like if you were I don't know used but, your card somewhere and they charged you a dollar, like uh, the ATM machine, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you use your not your bank ATM machine, they charge you like two three dollars, right? Yep. You don't even miss it. And that's nope. the same concept here. Dollar. 
$3, you actually get something back with the $3 donation every month. You get a, a newsletter with extra weird stories every month. Um, how about another podcast? How much would it take to get you in a bonus podcast, Matt? How much would it be? Is that a Patreon question, or is that a how much do you I need to be no, paid? No, 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 no. That's Patreon. <laughs> Come oh, on. I was like, I have to do it for $5. $5, yes. For twenty dollars, I'll do a cooking show. Yeah, that someone wants it. That's the one. That's the one reward that we don't talk about ever. It's that twenty dollar. You give twenty dollar a month, every month, like regularly. You get to produce your very own pod. Like you get, you have to come up with the idea for a podcast. Then you tell us who you want on the podcast, and we'll do that podcast. Twenty dollars a month. How valuable is that? Which, mind you, coming up with a name for a podcast is harder yeah, than it sounds. it is. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Remember that day we came up with a name for your podcast? <laughs> I remember just days of just randomly saying things back and forth <laughs> yeah. until we finally came up with one that we both liked. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. Remember that. So uh, if you can help us out, go to patreon.com slash galacticnetcasts. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Galactic Netcasts. Also, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can join our Facebook group or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Getting lots of subscribers there. Uh, and we have the links on the, way, on, the, on the main page of our website at gncasts.com. All right, let's talk about some weirdness here. And this is something, uh, this is, you ever, you ever heard of the show The 100? The 100. No, I don't believe so. It's a show on the CW. Oh, that's probably right. Yeah. Well, it takes place in the future. It's a, a future where humanity wasn't in space for the longest time because our planet was poisoned. So, like, the uber... Not the uber-rich, but, like, people that were well-off were shuttled into space on a space station. And, like... I think like a hundred years later or something like that, they were running out of air up there, so they had to come back down to Earth. First, they put a whole bunch of their kids, for some reason, in a spaceship and blasted them off, and they landed, and they had to survive for a season. And then the rest of the station came... Actually, the station came down. <laughs> and uh, so the rest of the... St- whoever survived that ended up on planet Earth again, fighting the indigenous people called the grounders. Uh, so there, there were people that survived on earth, but they were a lot different than the regular humans. And this, this it's called the hundred. That's the, that's the show. Um, and part of the plot of the 100 is Mount weather. Uh, Mount weather is like a facility where a bunch of other humans survive for the longest time, like sealed off from the outside world, from the elements, from the poison that was on the planet, okay? Now, it turns out Mount Weather is an actual thing. It's a real location that they based their fake Mount Weather on. Um, It's just 46 miles from Washington, D.C. It's a mysterious and secretive underground military base located deep inside a mountain near the rural town of Bluemont, Virginia, called Mount Weather. It's also known as the Western Virginia Office of Controlled Conflict Operations. What? Why? Um, Well, okay, Usually, if if it has a shortened name, 
it has the name is some sort of uh, anagram or something of what it really is called. This doesn't work at all. Well, it's it's originally called Mount Weather because they did weather experiments from from the facility from on top of the mountain. That's why it's called Mountain Weather. Mount Mount Weather. Uh, but it was it l- was later changed to different. Uh, the base was changed. Um, it changed its use to uh, for this Western Virginia Office of Controlled Conflict Operations. Basically, FEMA—that's where they operate out of—is Mount Weather. Crazy. So, uh, and this this is a very interesting story. Um, buried deep inside the earth, the facility is equipped with private apartments and dormitories, streets and sidewalks, cafeterias and hospitals a water purification system, power plant, general office buildings, and a small lake fed by fresh water from underground springs, and its own mass, and it has its own mass transit system and TV communication system. Now, why do you think they have all this stuff? What, what would be your guess as to why this underground place has its, what sounds like its own city? Why do you think that is? So that when uh, World War III happens, there's a place for uh, high-powered officials to go. Yes, yes, you are exactly right. You nailed it on the head right there. Uh, Mount Weather is the operational center of approximately 100 other federal relocation centers. Relocation centers. So, yeah, you're right. When the government, when the world goes to crap, the government, which is nearby in Washington, D.C., flies out to these various locations in the mountains and they're they're safe from whatever happened be it a nuclear war or some kind of like civil uprising of some kind so um together this network of underground facilities constitutes the backbone of america's continuity of government program in the event of nuclear war, declaration of martial law, or other national emergency, the president, his cabinet, and the rest of the executive branch would be relocated to Mount Weather. It gets it gets better than this. It gets better as the more we go along here. Um, so the underground city contains a parallel government in waiting. Each of the federal departments represented at Mount Le- Mount Weather is headed is headed by a single person on whom is conferred the rank of a cabinet-level official. So we've got the cabinet in D.C., right? Yeah. That's the president's inner staff, and they have their duplicates in Mount Weather. They're stunt doubles? They're stunt, yeah, basically they're stunt doubles. <laughs> now what if, what if, now I know I've said on prior episodes and a lot that I what so what if what if I'm right and there are people above the president who really call all the shots and the president is just your scapegoat your public scapegoat <clears throat> what if Mount Weather is for those people and not the president that is a possibility you bring up a very interesting and intriguing point that that could be true we don't know I mean all we know right now is that there is this facility in this mountain that's gigantic with all these things that it's a safe haven for the government maybe or maybe the military has some other plans maybe the new world order maybe this is part of their their deal who knows just mind-blowing 
Yeah. Uh, so the underground city contains... Oh, I said that already. Okay. Um, unless the parallel government at Mount Weather does not decide out of the goodness of their heart to return power to the constitutional authority, the U.S. could experience an honest-to-goodness coup d'etat um, posing as a national emergency. So this is where the conspiracy theory starts, is they've got this government in waiting set up already, right? So maybe they're looking for an excuse to to implement this, right? And then they don't give it back. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Well, it's not it, it's not a new concept for the government to kind of strong arm the their way into a situation and then just keep it that way. Mhm. I mean, usually it's really small stuff. I cannot think of anything specific off the top of my head, but it doesn't surprise me at all. So this could be like, this could be their swan song. Yeah, it's very possible. Yes. So a Senate subcommittee in 1975 learned that the facility held dossiers of at least 100,000 Americans. Oof. Senator John Tunney later alleged that the mountain uh, Mount Weather computers could obtain millions of pieces of additional information on the personal lives of, Mer- of American citizens simply by tapping the data stored at any of the other 96 federal relocation centers. But figure this is in 1975. Yeah. Imagine what they have now with social media and everything. They, yeah. They probably got something on everybody. Yeah. So what this sounds like to me is... It's set up for some kind of huge disaster in the world, right? Like uh, back in the 70s, their big concern was a nuclear war with Russia. The, the bombs start flying, cities are destroyed, and whoever's left gets taken to these facilities, not just the government officials, but maybe these 100,000 Americans that they're handpicked. Remember that movie... Um, was it 2010, 2010, or 2012, where they had those um, big ships because the environment changed so drastically that the oceans overtook everything, and they put those selective people on those ships and sent them out, and they eventually ended up some. I forget where they ended up, but there was a select group of people that were picked to be part of the new starting over again in the world uh it was 2012 okay did they end up in china i've never seen it but do they end up in china i think so yeah okay yeah um it had john cusack in it which was yeah likely the reason i didn't see this okay all right so uh one of the main things they do at mount weather on a regular basis is play war games um (sighs) Approximately the two uh, the 240 people that work at Mount Weather, they do war games. They're intended to train the Mount Weather bureaucracy to managing a wide range of problems associated with both war and domestic political crisis, crises. Uh, Mount Weather personnel study more than war scenarios. Domec- domestic crises are also tracked and watched, and there have been times when Mount Weather almost swung into action. So there's been a few cases where they almost were like, yep, this is it. We're going. We're taking over. Government come here. That's it. 
So using all the data generated by the war games and domestic crisis scenarios, the facility continually maintains and updates a list of names and addresses of people deemed to be vital to the survival of the nation who can assist essential and non-interruptible services. In 1976... um, in the 1976 article, the survivors list contained 6,500 names, but even that was deemed to be low. So like I said, they've got this certain group of people that they're going to draw from that they'll bring to these facilities to basically start over again. Huh. Huh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a concept that's really difficult to, like, take in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, it's interesting. It's incredibly interesting to me. I didn't know about Mount Weather, but it doesn't surprise me that it exists. The Mount Weather in the 100 is basically what happened. There was this group of people that they had had picked, and this global disaster happened. Sounds like they put a whole bunch into space, but then they also had this other facility where they went underground. So they're using it as it's it was originally intended. All right. Huh. Uh, we would love your feedback. What do you think about Mount Weather? What do you think? Do you think it's something nefar- nefarious, nefarious, or do you think it's just um, a government government facility that uh, is on the up and up? We would love to know. Uh, give us feedback eight zero five three two eight thirty nine sixty six. You can email weird at gncasts dot com. Weird at gncasts dot com. Do you want to um, say the rest of it, please, Matt? All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating, writer review. Uh, we're also on Stitcher Smart Radio. Still have never used Stitcher. Uh, you can leave a comment on the episode there as well. Uh, all subscription options and links can be found under the subscribe tab at gncasts.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, Matt, what do you want to do? Keep it weird. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.